everybody, and welcome to the Right Reality Podcast. My name is Mixie. Hello, everybody. My name is Steve. Yes, it is, with a PH like it's supposed to be. And we are recapping episode nine. I was a little disappointed with the episode title. Oh, what was it this week? Meet the Joe's Families. <sighs> yeah. I mean... It's not as good as they've done. I, like, just it should have just been called Bubbles. That's a good one. <laughs> Bubbles would have been good. Um, Martin's monocle. What does it mean? <laughs> meet the meet the meet the meet the meet the Fockers. Um. Um. Meet the meet the Joe Fockers. We'll think on it. I bet we could come up with a better title by the end of this podcast. Hopefully, at the end of this episode, we will have. <laughs> Better names that we will think of. I'll, I'll try to, in the moment, live <laughs> podcasting for you guys, figure out better names. Because this is what the number one Joe Millionaire podcast does. It yeah. doesn't just show up week in and week out going, we're here again because you left three reviews saying don't leave. I'm a robot. Uh, I hate this show, but... I'll do it again and spend an hour and a half recapping this thing I hate so I can't believe all the years I've been recapping and I can't believe I'm recapping this show. Get wrecked. Number two, Joe Millionaire Podcast, get wrecked. They just can't do it like we do and they don't have hotties like we do. They don't have the support of the girls like we do. I mean, I I feel bad for them, kind of, a little bit. I, I guess I guess you're right. Yeah, if you did, if you weren't getting exit interviews like the number one, <laughs> if you weren't getting Fox to reply to all your stuff like the number one, I'd be like, yeah, dude, fuck this show, man. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I get it. I get it. But you know, we are on a pedestal and we're better than them. So so much better, so much better. Like it's not even close how much better it is. It's like having a bowl of dog food and eating it and then going to cut just two different levels of shit i agree can i honest can i be honest with you though real quick steven i'm going to be honest with you and our audience spoiler alert there was no elimination this episode we'll get there but i was high key relieved that we would take a week off off these interviews <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I fucking love doing them. But you guys, like, we start recording at, like, 11 p.m. for me because we can't do it during the week because of work and stuff. It's been a very nice treat. But I'm hoping the following week, I'm assuming there'll be a double Elim and we'll get a double Potter. I guess so. I would assume so at this point. I mean, at this rate, the finale's the 10th. Yeah. So. They can't take an odd number into the finale, I wouldn't think. I wouldn't think so either. I think they'd drop two, and then we'd have a final four for the finale. But bravo on them for continuing to change up the eliminations week in, week out. Exactly. And again, uh, just a, you cannot predict this show. No. Even though we try, yeah. and we'll get there, <laughs> we cannot predict this show. So we'll just jump right into it. This episode, the girls are going to meet the guys' parents. Um, last episode, the guys met the girls' parents. There are... Six of them mm-hmm. currently. Correct. I still feel like that's too many to meet the parents personally, but I don't know. It's it's a lot, and I think 
given what we saw on this week's episode, where they're like bouncing around like speed dating <laughs> to <laughs> all girls. different aspects. And let's just also make a very clear point. It wasn't just that they were meeting their parents. It was like they were meeting their brothers, their sisters, mm-hmm. their in-laws, their cousins from down the street, the guy yep. who, the guy at the butcher <laughs> counter at the local Ralph's. Uh-huh. They met everybody. Yeah. And none of those people were like named other than like three people. There were people that we saw for like 10 minutes that did not get a name on television, but they were standing there yep. as if they just wandered in the shot, a la the cameraman. <laughs> There is a lot of mystery people in the background at uh, Kurt's family's house. Yeah. I, I caught a blonde running around back there. There was a brunette that was definitely not one of the girls. Could have been production. I mean, at this rate, possibly. And the the amount of people at Steven's house, I was like, who's that person? I know. Is that a sister? Who's, who's this person? Well, we'll get to Steven's house okay. because I swear to God, if any of those girls walked into that house and left thinking Kurt was the millionaire, like <laughs> they don't have, they need to get their eyes checked. You know, like, good Lord. Uh, this is my, this, this is my dad's house. This is, this is my dad's house. We have 12 industrial sized ovens in one room. At a walk-in fridge. But yeah, we definitely don't have any money. We're the poor one. Yeah. <laughs> My dad keeps all the money. Uh-huh. He's a tyrant. I thought it was so funny how they were like, oh, we'll do the... We can't have it at Kurt's apartment downtown. Because yeah. it's like uh-huh. a studio apartment downtown. Uh-huh. So we'll have it at his parents' place to throw them off the case. But we'll go to this farm... That has a game room with like a pool table and pinball machines, as you said, industrial stoves that cost more than my yearly salary. Yep. And then like just, oh, well, maybe, maybe they don't have money here. A fucking pet raccoon. Yeah, that's a rich person's thing. You're either dirt poor. Yes. And you had to like find a pet outside or you are so rich that you have someone pampering Bubbles, which I will say, Bubbles looked very clean and yeah. taken care of. Bubbles has his own his own butler. Do you bathe a raccoon if it's an in-house raccoon? I would think you'd have to. He like says that he sleeps with it, didn't he? Well, that I if I heard that, I blocked <laughs> it out of my brain because that's insane. He definitely said that he's like a snuggler or something like that. Like, I was just picturing like Annie getting, going to like watch a movie with Steven on his couch, gets in next to Steven, and then Bubbles just comes in and like ruins it, gets right in between Claws the two. Scratching on her face. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, that wouldn't be good. Also, oh, real man. quick story. I did, when I was living in Fort Myers working in local TV news, mm-hmm. we went to do a story at this place, and I. I was like, what are we doing the story about? And they're like, well, these, these people are trying to get permits to have, um, you know, something done with their house and the city's not allowing it. And I was like, oh, okay, that's that's interesting. Okay. So we show up to this house and we're doing the interview mm-hmm. and um, I walk around the corner because I need to use the restroom and there's like a little, what's it, an alcove in the house, like little area and it's it's got like a little like baby fence in front of it. And I was like, oh, uh-huh. okay, there's like little dogs or something like that there. And on the wall, I see a permit. Oh, God. A on the wall. What the fuck is going on? So I go to the bathroom. I'm so scared. Also, the fact that you're in Florida makes me even more scared. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> I go to the bathroom and I come out and I go, I look and I see, makes the, I saw a raccoon. They had a pet raccoon. Like why? Also, I don't know if I'm just saying it wrong. Raccoon? Raccoon? It's a raccoon. Raccoon. Maybe I my my Midwest rah, like <laughs> math raccoon. It's a raccoon. <laughs> I don't know why I, I was saying raccoon. But I mean, like you you like if if there was like a a bomb went off and all of, unfortunately all of the cats and dogs died. Okay, we could start having pet raccoons. Yeah, cats and dogs exist. Yeah, and especially on a farm. I just, <laughs> I don't get it. I would honestly like a pet pig would make more sense to yeah. me than a pet raccoon. Yeah, raccoon, raccoon, you know, tomato, tomato. Yeah, it's pretty far down my <laughs> list on where I would go pet wise. Domesticated animals. Birds up there before it. Um, I'd get a fox. Oh, a little fox would be cool. Ooh. How cool would a fox be? How about like a little, um, oh, what are the, what are the little uh, prairie dog guys? Oh, up there. genius. Maybe a turtle, you know? Oh, yeah. I mean, at this rate, give me a fucking zebra. I, I just, I'm not yeah. taking a wreck. <laughs> I'd be so scared it would like scratch my eyes out and stuff, like when I'm sleeping. Yeah. I just, at, it, uh I, it would be a red flag for me if I was one of these ladies. It'd be like, you have what now? As a oh pet? Oh, my God. Uh, no. We start the episode off. The girls are all hanging out, chatting. They've The uh, episode previously, Martin told them they were going to go meet the guy's families. So they were talking about that. And it was Whitney, Amanda, and Annie. And they were chatting. And let's just play the clip. Does he do like the business side of it? Or is he like out too. milking cows and like No, I don't, I don't think, think so. they're milk cows. <laughs> <laughs> they're steaks. <laughs> the face that Whitney made when Amanda told her that they were steaks. <laughs> I don't know how she got this far without realizing it. Because, like, I know Suzanne wore that, like, uh, don't kill animals shirt yeah. or something like that. Like, it was a very clear thing that Stephen's farming. I mean, I don't think that that's the whole gist of it, but they raise cows to put them on their table later. You know, that's the point. Yeah, cattle versus, like, cows. And, mm -hmm. you know, I'll be honest, there was a point in time in my life where I was confused. I was like, <laughs> those, and I just referred to, like, the one the 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 milk cows is moo cows. I go, oh, there's moo cows over there. You <laughs> I know? mean, that should be the technical term. I think we should change it to moo cows in steakhouse. <laughs> we'll contact National Geographic and and let them know we need to change it up a bit. I think they're in charge of that. That's my understanding. Uh, that that makes sense. Or or what's that, David Attenborough? Oh, just David call him. Yeah, I think he's the one that makes the calls on that kind of stuff. But it was just so funny that we're at what. Episode nine or ten, I'm confused, or maybe eight. But I mean, at this point, she should know if the cows are being murdered or if they're being milked. We're on the prairies with the moo cows as they graze for grass. You're killing it. Thank you. That was a good one. We Appreciate need to get that. some uh, some stock footage of cows and edit that. Over. <laughs> 
to be a bad And just have a caption on the bottom that says cow, colon, moo. No, no. I'm, I'm going to be honest. The fact that we didn't see any cattle on this week's episode. Well, we were told about a heifer, which that, that hit my ears real hard. Oh, we saw a baby one. Yeah, yeah. we saw a little baby. We got a little yeah. BB, but yeah. Which was adorable. <laughs> okay. We'll get there. Sorry. So once the girls all chat, they go downstairs. They're all packed up, ready to go. Martin comes in, gloved. Mm-hmm. Bell in hand, huge smile on his face. This man is rich with power right now. He was ringing that bell. Like, I, I figure, like, in the beginning, right, all the times he rang the bell was to, like, get their attention yeah. or bring them to a place. They were already all on the counter, and he's walking in ringing that thing so bad. He was, like, two inches away from one of the girls' faces. I'm like, they heard it, Martin. I love they you. They heard you. <laughs> they hear it, man. It hurt someone's ears. And they're chatting about, you know, how important it is, that they're going to meet the families, blah, blah, blah. And we, thankfully, get this. Can I get a yee-haw? Yee-haw. <laughs> Come on. All right. Whoop, whoop. Off we go. A very well-deserved Brie shout-out. We love you, Brie. Yeah. Ye- a yee-haw to you. And with that, we head to Charlotte. It was a three-and-a-half-hour road trip. Now... In on this road trip, they had a like a what would you refer to that as a sprinter bus? It's a sprinter van. Uh, I okay. lovingly refer to it as a party bus, but it's it's a sprinter truck for those of those of the people who know what a sprinter truck is. Yes, there are so much to unpack with this vehicle. Oh my god! <laughs> um, first of all, I don't know if you noticed, but every time. That we saw someone open and close that door, it was Carolyn. And she had to put her entire body weight behind it. I saw her at one point like wedge her foot in a corner to try to leverage it to pull the door shut. I was like, come on, this the the driver can't shut the freaking door for him. And it was even funnier because when they got to the construction site, they left the door wide open the whole time they were there. (laughs) We're not gonna get it back open again. Carolyn's like, I'm fucking done opening and shutting this thing. It's staying open. You guys, if you're not watching, the this van was Ugh. an absolute mess. There are rips on every one of the seats. Think back. Think back to your childhood and you're on the school bus, right? Uh-huh. Remember your friends? Some of them got like the new school bus with the great seats that weren't hard as a rock. They still had the cushion in it. No, 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 no. This van looks like a luxury van. Yeah. And you open the door, and it's your old school bus. It is <laughs> rips. There's like, and they've they've like tried a little bit to take care of it, but it but it's there's like rips in the headrest, yeah. like large cuts down the middle, like somebody graffitied it, and they cut their uh-huh. ni- initials in for those West Coast people who understand what that is. <laughs> Yeah, it looked like the rips that were there, they like took a black Sharpie too to try to make it blend into the rest of the... <laughs> hey, I told you to black out the things on the drink bottles and on the food. <laughs> I didn't ask you to take a Sharpie to the inside of the, the Sprinter truck, man. But they did. <gasps> it was an absolute wreck in there, guys. And I'm wondering, like, did... did when, <laughs> when they, like, rented this van, did they know... Like when it showed up, that it was yeah. going to look this poorly, 
Or did they yeah. buy this truck because it looked so poor and they were like, it's cheaper Fuck for it. us to buy this uh-huh. than rent it whenever we need to go somewhere. But like at that rate, to reupholster those chairs <laughs> would be like 150 bucks. Just true. buy new like fabric and just staple it. You know what I mean? Uh, I would do it in an hour. Or or let's or like let's throw some decorative throws all over all the seats, right? Yep. Let's make it look nice. Uh huh. Apparently, one of our hot take hotties did say that that this has been a thing for a while. I think we're just now seeing it because there's less girls like blocking mm, the rips in the seats. It looked really bad. It looks really bad. And no hate to Fox. I thought it was hilarious. Oh, yeah. Listen, again, these are the things that we love about the show that we've loved since day one. This uh-huh. is what made us fall in love with the show. And yeah. we've been losing these each week, but this week. We got a ton of them. There were so many Easter eggs. So many. I felt like I was I was playing Where's Waldo the entire episode. Oh, God. <laughs> Just with different things. Also, before we get any further, we have to mention Mixie went on an absolute tweet tweeting spree this Thursday to a level that was just amazing and for the love of God follow us on Twitter she was on fire Thursday East Coast time guys I I have never really been a Twitter girl I was in high school and it got me into a lot of detention so I had to stop I deleted my personal oh we we won't go into that okay maybe off-air discussion (laughs) another time another time um, but yeah, I, I, Twitter used to get me in a lot of trouble, so I, I swore it off and then I started doing this podcast and then Steven would send me screenshots of like people like tweeting back at us and stuff. And I'm like, oh, this is so fun. Give me the login. The past couple weeks, I've just been a silent killer on there. Just, just accepting and absorbing what mm-hmm. Twitter is. And yeah. yeah, I took a stab at it this week. I went fucking crazy. I, I took multiple stabs. I, I... <laughs> I was I was a serial killer on Twitter. Stab, 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 snip, snap, snip, snap. Yeah, I was, I was, I was on a roll. We'll see if it happens again next week. I was in a mood. Oh, I pray. I pray it does. I don't usually pray, but I'm praying for this. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, follow us on Twitter. I I really had a good time chatting with everybody on Twitter. Hold it on. Was... Let's use let's use a number two tactic here. Oh, if you guys want to see Mixie tweet more, she won't tweet more unless we get 50,000 new followers on Twitter. I hate this show. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Rob. Uh, I mean, Steven. Um, <laughs> shit. We're starting wars. Um, Yeah. Follow us on Twitter. I'll, I'll tweet either way. I don't really give a fuck. I'll shout into a void. Um. The girls are on their way to Charlotte. It's a three and a half hour drive, and we see Kurt. He's there. He states that he can't bring the girls to his studio apartment because it will give away that he is poor. Or that's not really exactly how he said it, but that's basically what he said. He didn't call himself poor, but. <laughs> and also, again, for those of you who are not watching, which insane. Beautiful studio apartment. When I think of a studio apartment, I'm thinking like super tiny. Uh-huh. Really not good looking. This is like in a high rise building with like full glass windows. It looked really nice. It looked really nice. And for somebody that's in construction, like if all he had to do is be like, this is my apartment downtown. I have places here and there and here and there. Great that point. would make complete sense. He's a single guy. You get a fucking sick. It, it almost looked penthouse. It was giving me penthouse vibes. It did a little bit. Yeah. 
studio penthouse vibes. I mean, I live in New York, and my first place, I'm currently recording in my closet, guys. My first place is ba- was a studio was basically this size. I could fit a bed in it and a dresser, really? and then that was it. I could touch my kitchen sink huh. and my bathroom toilet at the same time. Wow, you're very flexible, and your limbs uh, are so long. Well, it was yeah, no, it was they were very close together. <laughs> <laughs> like probably not sanitarily close together. <laughs> oh God. So. That was not a studio, in my opinion. And that also looked like a place that Dead Mouse would have in Charlotte. For sure. For sure. I think the reason they could not have it at his house is, you know, he had all his Dead Mouse platinum records on the wall and the helmets. Uh He had a helmet room, and they didn't want people to stumble into the helmet room. And then the platinum record walls with all of, you know, the the releases that have gone platinum or Uh whatever you uh do in the music industry. And he had his, you know, he's got like just like a, a bunch of DJ booths everywhere as decor. And they were like, well, we can't do this in here. Let's just say like it's too small yeah. and not show the rest of the place. Because they didn't show the rest of the place. They just showed his bedroom. I know. And I'm like, hmm, is that because all your dead mouse stuff is in the living room? But like the the part of the area that they did show again, there there seemed to be a room to the left of the room he was in. Which, mm. spoiler alert, that's not a studio. When there's more than one room, it's not a studio. So I love how that was a spoiler. <laughs> Just for anyone that was curious, a studio means that there's one room that everything's in. So and then like a little room where your toilet is and your shower. But that was not the case. Anyways, I, we're we're getting way too deep into this apartment. Dead Mouse lives there, and it's bullshit that they didn't that they like played it off like it was too small. Fuck that. So they're like, oh, we'll we'll go to his we'll go to his parents' house. Which mm-hmm. I, I'm just gonna say that say this before we get any further about the house. I love this house. Yeah, I love it. I want my house to look like this. Uh-huh. It was very beautifully decorated. It looked yep. glorious. It had a beautiful kitchen with uh-huh. a nice backsplash. Like everything about this place, I enjoyed very, very much. I agree. Super open. The backyard. Oh, God. It was just, it, it was like, it made me want to move back to like that side of the country. It's just like so nice over there. And I'm like, God, that's, that's, that's yeah. damn nice. I will say, interesting tid. Interesting tid. Love a tid. This was not his parents' house. It was his brother's. What? Yes. Okay. Okay. It was his brother's house. Mm. So. Okay. That's a dead mouse thing. Again, I feel like that 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 immediately my head goes to dead mouse. Dead mouse would buy his brother a a really nice house. I can't believe I didn't do this yet. Hold on, stay. Does (laughs) dead mouse have a brother google oh it looks like there aren't many great matches for your search they've been wiped from the internet yep mm-hmm. fox got involved they wiped them from the internet good for fox good for fox they knew we were gonna do some some diligent research yeah. i mean i i can't wait for the reveal of dead mouse i i'm sorry that i spoiled it ahead of time but it's gonna be exciting when they when they announce it it's like one of them is worth ten million dollars, and Steven steps forward, and they go, "The other one is not, but he's dead mouse, and he's got and the, one billion dollars." And, and then they, a beat drops, and they're like, "Bow bow 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 bow
<laughs> and then he hits a button all fog comes out of nowhere. Yeah. He's just like I'm behind a DJ booth, like fist pumping. You're welcome, Fox. We just keep giving you incredible idea after incredible idea. And this is very on brand for Fox. They have the mass singer, which is coming back soon. Yeah. And then they went so as far to get the actual only mass DJ. Oh, there's two of them. There's the marshmallow guy, isn't there? Yeah. Is there more than that? Oh, there's the the Daft Punk guys. How am I just thinking about all this? (laughs) Kirk gives me dead mouse for, uh, I don't know why, but. Yeah. Maybe because sometimes I think he is a dead mouse. Oh, Um, but (laughs) I digress. Anyways, you know what? Here, I'll be nice to Kurt right now. That man in that all-black construction outfit. Ooh. I mean, shit. You should just walk into bars like that. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, I never thought that a black construction hat would do that much of a difference for me, but wow, did it? Didn't he have like the little like uh, vest situation going too? Yeah, he had like a black vest with just like a bright neon like stripe in it. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. I felt like the the clothing was far too tight to be on a construction site too, but it was working for him. I mean, he knew how to bend yeah. over in those pants, and you know, yeah. as Carolyn said, I don't want to objectify him, but I I I will. I'll objectify the fuck out of him. That those cheeks. Ass of the week. I mean, ass of the week. <laughs> ass of the week. <laughs> Ass of the week. Boom, 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 boom. Ass of the week. Ass of the week. We're bringing my ass of the week remix back. Yeah. I, I, I do think it's deserved. Ass oh, of the week. oh, 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 oh. Of the week. Woo! There it is. Dead Mouse actually produced that. That so that's crazy. Kurt actually made that for me before we even did this. <laughs> Wild. Made by Dead Mouse, <laughs> with my with my voice sample. Um, good God, we have we have spiraled already. Um, I mean, I I just ugh, it, I I haven't really been super attracted to Kurt. I mean, he's a very good looking guy. If you could pull off a man bun, you can pull off anything. I've always said this. Um, okay. So he's very attractive, but whew, when he was like bent over, like smoothing out that cement. I was like, let's, this is, let's do, and again, this is a great episode of OnlyFans on, for Joe Millionaire. Yeah. yeah. I know they have the bubble bath on OnlyFans. This is episode two, or I guess three, no twos. That's a, that's a slip. It's okay. It's okay. It happens to the best of us. So they're all hanging out and then, um, you know, Kurt's showing up blueprints and whatnot. And he says to Kala that, you know, or Kala says, you know, she knows blueprints because she works in construction. And he was talking about how hot it was that she was, you know, talking like she knew what she was talking about. All she did was ask him how many projects he does at once. <laughs> I mean, they could have cut her asking, like, actual questions about the construction that, like, would show that she actually knew what was going on. All she did was ask him how many projects he does at once. <laughs> So how many projects do you do? Uh, listen, it's just so hot when girls know stuff about construction. Seriously, though, that's. Like, I was like, oh, this this guy is super easy to charm. I'm just gonna walk up to him and be like, "You put bricks down." He's gonna be like, "Oh, so hot." She knows that we use bricks when we make buildings. Uh, what do you What do you got there? Like a two by four? Oh my god! <laughs> I wish she would just slap me in my face with that two by four she was talking about. Put me out of my misery. So it turned on. I just need something to cool me down. Hit me with that two by four. You know, speaking of cool down, 
as they were all objectifying him, which again, I really feel like he set himself up for. But again, no hate. Mm-hmm. We got a we got a compilation, Stephen. Yeah. Of uh, this is a classic. This is a classic reality show move, where they insinuate fucking and then Ooh. show things Volcanoes. to insinuate it. <laughs> yeah. You know, fire hydrants, mm-hmm. all of the things. Yeah. And in this episode, we got screwing yep. of drill, like a drill screw into, again, a two by four. I don't know if Kurt's going to be able to handle this this podcast. No. <laughs> He's going to have to mute it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Let's, oh, let me, let me, I'll shut up during this so Kurt can, you know. <laughs> all right, here we go. The, the floor is yours. Arouse Kurt away. So we like took a screw and then we put the screw in the on top of the wood. That's right. I know that you use wood when you build stuff. And then you take the <laughs> drill and you you lightly place it on top of the screw and you pull the trigger just a little bit. You got you got to tease it a little bit. And then <laughs> All right, I'm done. You get the point. <laughs> It was screws and it was nails. It was fucking amazing. I had to mute my microphone, guys. <laughs> I couldn't deal with that. It turned my microphone all the way off. Oh, man. It was so funny, though. And By the way, let's just stay for the record. You gave Kurt blue balls there. He's, he's, I, oh, I know I did. He's, he's hurting. Yeah, I, I know I did. I'm doing that for, for my girls that he dumped. Yeah. That was okay. for my girls that he dumped. Got it. <laughs> Got it. A tease. Also, just a, a a part that I really liked about this segment as well is I was like, of course, they're going to a construction site that does not look like it's currently under construction by the time they got there. Yeah. But we're going to put the, having them put the vests on, the reflective vests uh-huh. and the hats, brand new crisp hats with no worn on it. They're, they're, they're like right out of the box. Yep. <laughs> and I appreciate that because... You know, it really helps sell the fact that they're at a construction site. So, you know, when they go to the farm, Mm -hmm. there has to be a farm-related version of that, and we'll get to that in just a moment. Yes, I, yeah. And, you know, they did hire two extras to be on that, like, little elevated thing up at the top. I I thought (laughs) that was a nice touch that they put those two on on the construction site. This quote-unquote construction site gave me... You know, in your hometown, there's like that one building that's been taking 12 years to build. <laughs> and like you go home every other Christmas and you're like, oh, look, they put two windows in. Look, go, good job. They got some financing for two <laughs> windows. Great job. That's the vibe of this, this building. It's like financing stopped halfway through and they're like, ah, oh, we'll just use it to shoot Joe. I like how I forget which one of the ladies is. is I'm sorry, a uh, lady who asked this question. But she said, what type of building is this going to be? And he used such industry terms. She's like, oh, it's going to be like a mixed uh, commercial slash medical yeah. thing. You could have just been like, oh, it's going to be like a doctor's office with some <laughs> with like a Jamba Juice underneath. Yep. But no, no, no. And he was using all this like inside terminology later in the thing that they were just stringing together. Uh-huh. It's like, oh, yeah, you know, when it's a brick facade type thing, it's going to be like steel behind it. And they were just going to like put some bricks on the front of it. So yep. it looks like it's made of bricks. But, you know, actually construction wise, you know, we're talking about engineering here. Structurally, <laughs> the steel is going to be better long term for a project like this. She's like, bro, let's. 
let's move this bus along here. Yeah, yeah. All of the girls' eyes were glazed over. They could give two shits about anything he was talking about. Light to dark very quickly in this. Very quickly again from daytime to nighttime. We need to light this thing up. And at the end, they're like, you know what we should do? We should pretend like we're on the Walk of Fame in Hollywood outside the Chinese theater and uh, put our hands in some wet cement. Because we're gonna put this on the construction site somewhere, which uh-huh. makes no sense. Yeah, but we're gonna we're gonna put it at this doctor's building. We're gonna have handprints of all of these girls from Joe Millionaire at this doctor's office, built by the ladies of Joe Millionaire. Yeah, amazing. And I don't think that went anywhere. I think he actually ended up smoothing it out. Absolutely, after and Absolutely. just gave it back to whoever was there. Absolutely, that's what happened. Unless, you know, someone's in Charlotte and they could go to this office building or this uh, doctor's office, which no chance it's fully built at this point. Do we do we have hotties in Charlotte in the hotties in the greater Charlotte area? We need two things. from Yes, I was going to say two. One, we need you to find this building. Is Mm -hmm. it complete? Can you find the Chinese theater thing of the hands in the cement outside the building? And two, Mixie, you know exactly what it is. What is it? The mural. Where the fuck is this mural and why is this mural? Why? Like, (laughs) what is happening? For those of you, again, not watching, Kurt went home to, like, kind of prep his family about the girls coming over. And the girls got back in the... Would you call that a prep day? Yeah, it was a prep day. (laughs) Those are important. Um... (laughs) <laughs> I would say so he goes home talks to the family while the girls get into the I, I would assume raccoon infested at one point sprinter van um, and take it to the mural and this mural is two ballerinas and Kurt like pulling a rope that's the mural it made no sense the ballerinas is really what threw me off. Like, is he a dancer? Again, Dead Mouse. Oh, you're right. Dead Mouse is known for making ballerina hits. <laughs> I mean, that's all I think about when I think about Dead Mouse. I'm like, oh, it's just ballerinas. Mm-hmm. I'm going to yeah. add that to our association game that we play on interviews to be Dead Mouse <laughs> ballerinas. <laughs> ballerinas. I'm, I'm, I would love to find this online and see if I can get some information, but... I think Fox also wiped this from the web. Well, I'm scared to... I don't know Kurt's last name, and I don't want to figure that out, because once I do, then Google, and then Reddit, and then information that we don't want. But I would love to know if anybody knows where this mural is. My boyfriend's family is actually lives in Charlotte, and uh, we're going there for Thanksgiving. So I will go to the mural. I will go... But I need information as to where it is. And also, bonus points if you know why it exists. Yeah. Get on it, people of the greater Charlotte regional area. While the girls are at the mural and while Kurt is at home, we get quite possibly, I know I say this every episode, but this is now my new favorite like minute of content from Joe Millionaire. Monocle Martin? We got Martin sitting at the home because, you know, everybody's gone. So Martin gets some downtime, much deserved. I mean, the guy butts all day, every day. 
So much butting. So much butting. He's in his butthole with a monocle on, <laughs> reading, just chilling. Then he's sipping tea. Then yeah. he's like polishing a teapot mm-hmm. and like talking to the teapot. And then the, he's moving the lid of the teapot head to like act like the teapot's talking back to him. I need all of this footage. All of it. Fox, hello. Hello. Hello, Fox. Fox, 495, hello. Hello, it's Steven and Mixie at the Right Reality, the number one show million podcast, but you already know that. Sup? I need all of these clips as a web special, and Please. I needed it the night of the show. Please. Release, we'll let you go. We'll let you go off number two. We, yeah. we, we're okay with that now. Uh-huh. Release all the Martin stuff. Uh, yeah. Release it now. We also later on got him fully dressed in a unicorn pool floaty. Great. Floating around in the pool. That was a very quick, like, one-second clip that we got randomly. I, 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 there's no way that they didn't film more than that. I mean, he had Had the whole day. And he had the, like, little colorful shorts on, but, like, the Mm -hmm. full tux top. Oh, the socks all the way to the knee. Yeah. (laughs) God, man. God. I, we have to be as apprentices next year. I know. I know. I, I would do anything God. for it, Stephen. I really would. We go back to the girls. Carolyn is using all of her might to open the freaking sprinter door. Yeah. That is pulled up to Kurt's brother's house. Again, I'm 90% sure it's his brother's okay. house. This is something I saw a lot on Twitter and I wanted to discuss with you. Carolyn said this last episode and they used, again, the same clip in this episode she said she's excited to meet her in-laws mm-hmm. i very clearly thought this was a joke but people on twitter were livid they were livid how because i did see some of these and i kind of just I, I let it go i i just was like huh, okay and i, I let it go it were they like- upset that she said i'm gonna see my in-laws mm-hmm. or that she was so con- I'm not sure what the anger was here but again either, this is what Twitter is yeah I mean yeah I'm learning um either way it just doesn't make any sense like it's not it was clearly a joke and it's not a cocky thing and like it's not like she's saying it in front of all of the girls like come on guys come meet my in-laws like that's yeah. not what sh- happened she said it in an interview by herself where they clearly took it out of context but even like her tone and inflection was a joke give the girl a break I just don't understand how people can take everything so seriously on shows like this. Exactly. I I mean, I saw a few other tweets about other things this week and the past couple weeks from people. Yeah. And I'm just like, you guys just need to cool your fucking tits, man. Yep. Yep. Just come off of it, please. You got to also think, like... The things that you are being fed on your television screen are being fed to you in a way for a reason. We talk about this so often. They know how this ends. Exactly. So they are going to edit it in a way to make the ending make the most sense. Or make the least amount of sense. But either way, to, yes. To spin it <laughs> so that you're confused and can't follow what's actually going on. Yes. If you guys want to see through a decent amount of the bullshit, I just suggest 
maybe closing your eyes at points like this and listening to the audio. If it sounds like this, it's probably cut in from other audio bits. (laughs) That's really good. Seriously, though, like... Take everything with a grain of salt. You know, I really wish that yesterday I would have met my in-laws, but (laughs) today I only met Kurt's parents. (laughs) Exactly. Just, you know, it's like like 1990s video games where Uh they started adding in the people and they're like, Jacobson is on a breakaway. And it's just like, eh, it just doesn't, it doesn't match. Because then when Lemieux is on a breakaway, it's just, it sounds a little like that. So. Jason Kidd with a rebound. <laughs> Jason Kidd for three. <laughs> that That's just like a, a little, a little thing. Maybe to try to, try to, try to push yourself the next episode yeah. when you're watching it to try to kind of catch those things and maybe you'd be able to see that a lot of these things that you're you're freaking out about and saying are quote-unquote red flags and you know kurt should run maybe yeah. that's not actually what happened no also the the thing that and this sometimes is why i just leave them and i don't respond as hard as it is I look at these people's accounts. I click. I go, who's this fucking loser? <laughs> click. And I see all other like really bad takes as well. And I'm just yeah. like, okay, these are bad takes. Let mm-hmm. me look at the engagement. Oh, nobody's liked this comment? <laughs> Nobody has retweeted this comment? Okay, yeah. Let me, let me scroll down. And I go five, six, seven, twenty tweets deep, not reading, just looking at engagement. Mm-hmm. And you have like one like, and it's from like a fucking sex account <laughs> of like a like a clearly some sort of like weird like check out my triple X video things. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, you you don't get a response, you dumb loser. You don't get I- none of it. By the way, I'm looking at the mural now. Oh, you have? Do you find an address? No, but I'm on it. Okay. I'm on it. <laughs> you keep going. I'll, I'll end this tangent with this. Carolyn's not the only person that's getting these audio edits. It's happening to all of them, good or bad. This is a very common thing in reality TV. And I just urge everyone to listen with their ear holes open just a little bit more to see what could possibly be an edit. If they're not saying it totally on camera, which they like to show them entirely Uh showing things on camera, uh, they had one from Kurt this week where Kurt disappeared from screen. He was talking on camera for about five seconds. He disappeared while he was still talking for 10 seconds. They literally showed him not talking, just standing there with Steven. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then they showed Steven not talking. I go, wow, Mm -hmm. that is a big Frankenstein clip, Frankenbodied clip. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yep. It's a fun game to play. That's. That's why that's why Steven and I like to watch this stuff. It's a fun game to play. You should play it at home. Should. The girls get to Carolyn's in-laws house and they are all chatting it up. I mean, honestly, I mean, both parents, we'll get to Steven's family too. They they all seemed lovely. They all seemed to have good conversation with everybody. There wasn't any drama or any mm-hmm. big problems. I mean, Amber, I do think wanted to run away with Kurt's dad at one point, but Outside of that, everything was smooth sailing. Other than that. And then we get to 
Kala sitting with Kurt's mom. And Kurt goes on this whole thing about how his mom cracked the Kala code and he like can't believe it. <laughs> and then we get to later when Kurt is talking with his mother. Yeah. He's like, oh, you like you got, you know, Kala to talk to you. And she's like, yeah, she said to me that you never talked to her about any of this stuff. <laughs> I don't know if there's actually a Kala code. I don't think there is. I think that they just aren't asking questions or like communicating that well with her. It doesn't make any sort of sense for me that she'd be on this long and yeah. she wouldn't be talking to them or they haven't tried because we've seen a bunch of times of them sitting outside with her one-on-one. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to say, I just don't think she wants to be there anymore at this point. I don't either. She's just like, uh-huh, yeah. And she just, she's just not entertaining it. And then she gets to these parents and she's like, great. I get to talk to some other people for a change. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, she's playing this game really smart. Oh, yeah. It's very smart for her to not close the door on one of those guys. Can we be honest here? Mm-hmm. There is no possible way that that these girls can like both of these guys at the same time. And strictly just because they are so different. Yeah. They are so different nothing's wrong with either one of them they're both honestly really great guys but like they're just so different i really think she's playing this being like okay they have to they both together have to choose to eliminate people right if she likes both of them quote unquote she's gonna Mm. stay longer because they both have an opportunity with her versus somebody like brie who was very clearly only into Steven. Ooh, I'm going to say it right now. Put Cal on the challenge. She gets it. She does. She would be, oh, wow, would she be she good on the, the challenge. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's such a good point. I like it. I like it, too. Cal on the challenge. I mean, once we figure out what the fuck the challenge <laughs> is actually going to be. <laughs> I don't want to go back to my dark place. I don't want to go back to that dark place. We won't go back to that dark place right now. But if anybody has like a Sparknotes version of what's going on, that'd be great. Send it my way. (laughs) Sparknotes. Oh, Lordy. Okay. And then, you know, last thing with Kurt's family. Kurt's sitting there talking with them about everything, you know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. We see they cut to Kurt's dad. I tweeted this, and I think it got lost in the storm because I really thought, honestly, I thought this tweet was the one that was going to go crazy. Oh, did you? I screenshotted it. I'll put it in the hotties, too. Kurt's dad is has his phone. They cut to Kurt's dad. His phone is turned around and facing Kurt. He's showing Kurt something on his phone, but it is blurred. I need to know what that is because here's the thing. Obviously, the parents have access to their phones, right? The family has their phones. Clearly, we I, I have photo evidence of it. I think the family did some online digging. I'm looking at the photo. I'm squinting in the hands. It's blurred. I, I thought maybe it was oranges, but it was not oranges. Yeah. I wonder who knows what that was. Only Kurt, right? I, yeah, I would think only Kurt. I mean, it was it, they blurred it. Whatever it is, they did not want us to see that that Kurt's dad was showing him that 
I think that the family might have done some some family sleuthing online. I think you're exactly right because it looks like I'm looking at it again, like, and I'm I've stepped kind of far back here, so you might mm-hmm. lose my audio again. Yeah. Um, it looks like if you would take an interview, like a talking head. Uh huh. That's what it looks like. And it's yeah. like somebody's head wearing white. Uh-huh. I wonder if one of these other people was on like a reality show or yep. they couldn't have been. Or that maybe they found pictures of them like doing interviews for other things. I don't know. But yeah. it seems to me like they were doing some sleuthing online uh-huh. and he was showing Kurt because, yeah. and you know, we'll get to Steven's family, but we'll just talk about Kurt's family right now. They didn't really help him. <laughs> with anything they just said like they no. liked all of the girls there was a point oh. where they were where his mom was saying that you know maybe his it, there's you know, bits of his last relationship with somebody they were they were acting like it was carolyn but we have no real way i don't think it was i don't either that was that was there was some frankenbinding there too and they were mm-hmm. dancing around it they wanted us to make it seem like it was carolyn yeah and they're like oh you know money comes money goes <laughs> oh no that wasn't the line she used no, she said penis is blind. Yeah, it was another <laughs> classic trope. Yeah, penis is blind, uh-huh. money comes, money goes. Which, penis is not blind. Penis is the opposite of blind. Penis only sees. It doesn't think. It just sees. Penis has twenty twenty vision. <laughs> yeah, it just goes hot, me, you, uh-huh. Uh-huh. doing it. That's it. It doesn't go, tell me a bit about your past. What's your relationship with your family? No, head does that. <laughs> Head does that. Penis oh. just goes, mm, attack, me, me, strong, me, attack, me, you, bedroom, me, me ready. I see you. you, yes, 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 great, great, naked, boobies, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, you know, this family, maybe that's where Kurt gets sweetheart of a girl from. You know, they're right there with these, What are these euphemisms or what? I, th- I don't know what words <laughs> are, but- Listen, usually you turn to your family for advice to help you in a time of need. And uh-huh. Kurt is sitting there being like, hey, can you please help me in my time of need? I need guidance. Yep. And these parents didn't, even Stephen's parents, uh-huh. they did none of that. They were just like, these girls are nice. I understand why you fall in love so easily. <laughs> He's like, great. They literally went one by one, as they were probably told to do by the producers, though. Mm-hmm. And they were like saying nice things about all of these ladies. And Kurt is just sitting in his chair, just like sitting and being like, I just need you guys to help me <laughs> fucking eliminate one of these two girls. I just need you to be like, mm-hmm. we don't think that's it. We don't think she's right from you. We think what yep. you're thinking is true. And they just go, you know what? I I think bo- all of these women are great. You know the one, that Annie girl who's clearly not interested in you? Maybe you should give it a go with her. <laughs> Seriously, they were like- And he's like, no, that's not what I've come, that's not what I've come here for. I've come here for you to say, you know what? That one, no, mm-hmm. go with the other one. We're mm-hmm. two weeks away here. Please help me. And this guy is just sitting in his chair just going, uh-huh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, guys, thanks. I, uh, yeah. And his poor, like, interviews, he's just like, yeah, just. Um, I have a lot to think about. He seems so <laughs> exhausted, this guy. I just want to be like, bro, do you need a drink? Can we just uh-huh. chill? And he's like, uh, it's just, 
Yeah, it's just, just lots to do right now. I'm just, uh, I, I just, I love my family, but I was, was hoping they'd fucking help me out, but they didn't. They, did they let not. me use their house, but that was about fucking in here. <laughs> and that was the end of Kurt's family uh, meeting the girls. The yeah. girls hop on a plane and they go to Gallatin, Missouri, with a population of 1,700. Crazy. Um, we see them not in the Sprinter. They actually got a nice van. Looks like the all of the fabric is attached correctly in this one. Um, As it normally is. <laughs> As it should be, but why not? Um, Can you imagine getting in the Sprinter van and you're just going, oh my God, they rented a Sprinter van and it opens up and you're like, who died in here? Was the fucking... Did did he bring the raccoon? Yeah, in the Sprinter van, and it just lost its mind and ripped all the seats apart. Oh my god! Yeah, uh, well, we got a we got a real van. It, it it was a white van. It gave me a little bit of creepy vibes. But honestly, I'd take that over the shredded inside of the Sprinter. <laughs> we we see Annie now. It's Annie's time to shine. Annie's. Annie's there. Annie's time to shine is just now? No, I mean, she's been shining this whole time, but like, you get what I'm saying. She was. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, the last thing I ever expected to come out of her mouth came out of her mouth. She said that she took like six allergy pills. I, and and this is no hate or or anything to any of the other girls. If I were to put the girls in a line of who's pill popping and who's not, Annie is at oh, the bottom of that list. <laughs> Annie is the last one that I'm expecting to just be like, yeah, I got some allergy medication. You guys want? Some? Hey, hey, Sudafed. You need that. You need the Sudafed. You need this. You got the, you got the Sudafed. You got the uh, you got the Benadryl. She's got that second phone for for her her calls to the pharmacy for her <laughs> allergy medication. She's swapping out SIM cards on every week, <laughs> paying in all cash. <laughs> hey, you got any of that uh, allergy allergy plus uh, flu? You got any of that allergy plus flu? I got that. I got that discontinued mucinex. You want some yeah. of that? <laughs> hey, remember the stuff you have to show your ID for? That's behind the counter now, because people were making meth out of it. I got it. I got it. No ID needed. I got it. Poor girl, though. She said she's allergic to hay, trees, and grass. Come to Los Angeles. We have none of those things. Well, she's in New York, and I can attest that there is absolutely none of those things here as well. Well, come here anyway. They they don't have it cut. They don't have it. And also, Annie, I'm letting you know, I have an entire drawer full of Sudafed, Benadryl. Oh, talk dirty to her. What's up? What's up, baby girl? What's up, baby girl? <laughs> what it do, Sade? You need some of that Benadryl? You need some of that Sudafed? You need any Zycam? Oh, <laughs> I got that drawer. You feel a little sniffles coming before the night? That's all right. That's all right. <laughs> I got you, girl. I got that NyQuil. <laughs> I got that off-brand NyQuil. <laughs> I got that off Brand Nyquil. Where's it from? Where's it from? The 99 cent only store, baby girl. You can't get this shit anymore. The FDA said it shouldn't be on the shelves, but I got it. It don't matter because it don't matter now because it's in my drawer. What's that? You don't wake up for 24 hours? 
That's probably why they took it off the market, baby girl. I heard if you just shotgun an old four loco, you'll be fine. I got those above my stove, baby girl. <laughs> He's got you covered, Annie. I got a ball. I got a ball. I, I will say she didn't say she's allergic to sand, so California is a good place for her. California, <laughs> California, California. <laughs> Sorry for your eardrums. Okay, moving right along. Everything's fine. What a fire episode we're laying down right now. <laughs> Incredible. Number one, no million podcasts. <laughs> the girls get to the farm. They all get out and they're like, holy shit, we're on a farm, yeah. basically. Wow. Which, you know, I don't know why they're shocked by this. Pretty pretty sure Steve <laughs> Amber's like, whoa, this is a farm. <laughs> and she's like, I've never seen a farm like this. And <laughs> most people have, and it's a pretty big operation there. Yeah. And again, immediately, okay, Stephen whips around with this, I don't even know what kind of farm equipment it is, but it definitely costs more than my rent for the last three years. That tractor is probably a million dollars. I wouldn't be surprised. I think I saw a tweet that said um, the girl's still thinking he might not be the millionaire when he pulls up on a $750,000 baler. I mean, there's absolutely no way at this point. I mean, if if you're hearing them say Kurt's the millionaire, it's from episode one because there's just... No way. And we'll keep talking about all of the things that it's just like. How do they think this was a good idea? That's my, that was my thought too. <laughs> like, why didn't they just have the family come to the manor at that point? I mean, visually it's great. Visually yeah. it's great. But we could have had this at like a banquet hall or something mm-hmm. like that, you know? Like, or do they do like they do on The Bachelor where you just go around the hometown? Yeah. And like, you don't go to the, like, the thing. Seeing, seeing this stuff was really cool like seeing uh steven's house and like kurt's uh, like brother's house and like all of that stuff it was cool that's first episode stuff yeah you know like we we did see a a tiny little bit of them at home in the first episode but Mm -hmm. that should have been it if they truly wanted to keep this a secret I mean, there's no way at this point. There's no way that production seriously convinced themselves that this was a secret after this. No, no way. Like I said, it's a compound. The house, (laughs) they refer to it as a compound. It's It's gigantic. Like, at one point they show us the kitchen. The kitchen is what sent me over the edge. Like we said in the beginning, there was like six... Like full blown restaurant quality, like five star Michelin star quality ovens in their kitchen. A full walk in. I don't know if you saw all that produce yeah. in that walk in in the background. Oh my God. No way. None of them, all of them are like it's Steven. Also, let me just state this for a record. Such a V move to have like commercial stoves in your house. What are you cooking, sir? That you need these many. Co- what are you cooking? All the stuff for today? No. He said there's 1,700 people in that town. He could feed all of them with the stoves that he has in his compound. Without a question. Ridiculous. <laughs> it's so funny. Oh, that stove is worth more than I make every six months. Yep. Uh-huh. And he's just got three of them, but yep. he's the poor one. Uh-huh. But he's just a lowly farmer. <laughs> Steve gets out of Steven gets out of the uh I caught it. I caught it. I caught it. Steve 
Don't look at me like that. Steven gets out of his tractor thing and <laughs> Okay. I, I I don't know. But no, and, it's, and, I just I can't it, Okay. And maybe this is just like me being naive and like just being the person that I am with words. I don't know what my problem is. And maybe someone can diagnose me. I'm sure somebody would love to diagnose me on Twitter. Sorry, I was about to say Twitter will do it for you. <laughs> He, Steven says that the mother cow is a heifer. Okay. The word heifer. Yes. Really hurt my ear holes. It, it's, it's usually, it was used as a derogatory term for a long time. Oh, that girl's a fucking heifer. Y- yeah. Yeah. And, and none of them really seemed to have that reaction. Maybe they showed a different clip of them standing there. But there's no way, especially people like Amber, who said she's never been on a farm, heard the word heifer and weren't like, excuse me, sir? According to um, Merriam-Webster, heifer, actual definition in the dictionary, is a young cow. And it says, especially one that has not had a calf. Well, that doesn't make sense. Because th- isn't this the idea that he was saying she needs some help because she's a heifer, which means uh-huh. this is her first time not having a baby, so it's going to be a little bit harder. Yes. I thought heifer, because of him, I thought heifer meant it was a, a first-time mom cow. Yes. Yes. And I think that's I think that's true. But like according to Urban, Urban Dictionary, like not even close to the same thing. Wait, Urban Dictionary or Webster's Dictionary? Those are two. <laughs> the first one was Webster's. Okay. The second one is not. It's not even spelled the same way. Oh, it's not? Okay. No, a heifer in Urban Dictionary is H-E-F-F-E-R. Okay. The real heifer is H-E-I-F-E-R. I didn't know that. You learn something new every day. This is why you come to the number one Joe Biden It's exactly what we're here for. Heifer Urban Dictionary a word to describe an obscenely obese person or a name to which you will randomly call someone who has caused you annoyance. Quote, oh my life, look at that heifer over there. Err. Arg, you're such an effing heifer. End quote. Thanks, Beth and Megs. I just want you to read heifer quotes for the rest of the podcast now. All right, let's see if there's any more. It just, I mean, maybe I'm immature, but it really hit my eardrums wrong. That heifer has the worst attitude. I can't stand her. I'm crying. Whoa. Look at the size of that heifer. I just want someone to sound bite all. You're going to get canceled. John. Hey, man. You got a heifer freed up? James. Look at that stockade. Yeah, I got two left. John. 35 a half, right? James. Yep. You rolling through? John. Of course, but you know that heifer won't last all night. See, okay, again, that whole sentence could be about a person or it could be about a cow. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This could be a recurring segment. When this show goes off the air, it's just Stephen Mixie read uh, Urban Dictionary. I like that. We'll do an Urban Dictionary episode. (laughs) Hey, guys, leave a review if you want us to just keep going. If not, we're going to just... Fucking delete all the episodes, but let us know with all of the reviews or we'll kill our podcast. (laughs) 
Holy shit. Okay, we continue, we continue on. The girl We're sorry, people who are on treadmills just dying of laughter right now. We apologize to you. By apologize, I mean, we don't give a shit. Keep going. It's time, I think. Oh, it's time? I think it's time. Are you calling it? I'm calling it. It's workout time, baby. Whoa, it's time. Here we go, everybody. In a three. In a two. In a one. It's workout time. Go. Let's go. And you know who put in a good workout? Was Steven with a V. Okay. His shotgun game of that bush light, which was very clearly a bush light, they didn't even, they're really, they're really slacking on their blackouts in this episode. Oh, boy. There, there was just a singular line, like a very thin black line through that bush logo. <laughs> Where does bush light rank on your beer list? Because on mine, it doesn't even make the top 20. I really only like Coronas and Michelob Ultras. Okay. I prefer... To just drink hard liquor or water. I'm not a I'm not a beer girl. It fills me up. Like I can't get yeah. drunk off a of beer. I can't. Yeah, the the ultras is the way to go because uh-huh. if, if you're like bud lighting it or anything else, you're gonna start feeling full. You're gonna start feeling full. Yeah. Yeah. Side. I mean, it's not on my list. I like a bud heavy from time to time. Okay. Yeah, you know a bud heavy. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Is a nice little mix. Do you up. like a Guinness, like a dark? No, definitely not. No, okay. definitely not. No dark beers. No porters. No IPAs. No sh- yes, I was a. I don't want to toot my own horn, but I was. Oh, early you're a yet. hipster. Oh, okay. I had. I was drinking. I was drinking IPAs before you guys were drinking IPAs. That sounds such like me. I thought I was hearing playback in my ears. I thought I heard an echo. Yeah, no, that was a sound clip from when you called me a couple of years ago. I had it. Okay, okay. And I just played it. That was Okay, me. you got 30 seconds to finish strong. Here we go. Yeah, but uh, IPAs, I'm kind of out on them now. They're, they're just too much. I don't drink a lot anymore, so when I have one, I'm like, yo, yo. Yeah. <laughs> yo. I will say. I got to sit down right now. So I'm tangent. like a Pilsner person now. I like a Pilsner. Okay, okay. Finish strong. Ten seconds. Here we go. Ten, Get it. nine. Get it. Eight. Get it. Seven. Uh, six. Yes. Four. Yeah. Four. four. A three and a yeah. two and a one. <laughs> it's time for Congratulations. Yay. Way to go hard. We appreciate that. Good job. That. Good job. Well done, everybody. Health and wellness. Health and wellness. Last little thing about the beer. Yeah. Um, Somebody left a 30 rack of Bud Lights here after what? our Super Bowl party. Whoa. And I like I don't know much about beer, but I was like I should put this in the fridge, right? And we have like a beverage fridge strictly just for drinks, for sprites. Um, you know, because we're fine, we don't have a problem. Um, so <laughs> I put all of the beers in there without knowing that my boyfriend keeps the fridge as cold as possible to keep like oh, seltzers cold and whatnot. Yeah. Three days later, I'm sitting there working away, and I hear pop. Whoa! Pop pop. Like six Bud Lights exploded in my fridge. Oh my goodness! It was insane. It was. I I was like, I was about to get into a meeting, and I'm like hearing them like sizzle and like pop in my fridge. I had no idea that that was a thing that could happen. Guys, can you hear the horn outside? It's not an air horn. Can you guys hear the horn? Hold on. Let's see. Let's see if we can hear it together. Yeah. Is that your fun neighbors? Annie, another great thing about moving to Los Angeles and in my, you know, maybe to where I live, you know, is that daily we have 
these carts that come down the road oh, in God. my neighborhood with a couple things. One, sometimes it's the elote cart. Ooh, slaps. If you know what elote is, you know that that's something you should get. Yeah. The second one sometimes is the tamale lady, but she just yells, tamale! <laughs> the third person is this person. This is the raspada cart. What is that? It's like... I've tried to describe it before, and it's 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 not good. It's like a Mexican Hawaiian shaved ice in a way. Okay. So it's like okay. ice, but there's like fresh fruit in there, mm-hmm. and spices, and maybe some cool whip in there as well. Um, cool whip. Cool whip. And all of that is in the respada cart. So you know, just think. Oh, and then at night there's the ice cream trucks and the ice cream slash nacho truck that comes as well. There's an ice cream nacho truck? God. There's an ice cream nacho truck. That's incredible. That's incredible. <laughs> Have I gotten both at the same time? You should. If I mean, that's why they're combined. I know. Should I order Krispy Kreme again? <laughs> no. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, I will. Yeah, I will. Okay. Uh, she, she said no, but she was going to anyway, boys and girls. I just like if I say it on the podcast, then I then when I get done with the podcast, and my boyfriend's like, "Why is there Krispy Kreme at the front door?" I'm like, "No, it's like an inside joke in the podcast." Just don't do it. Don't do it. Because here's the thing: if I was the person who had to deliver the Krispy Kremes to you, and I'm holding this box and smelling all of it, and I didn't get to steal one of your donuts out of there, I'd be so angry. Well, when you go to the Krispy Kreme by me, you, they give you a free donut just for walking in. What? You get a free glazed donut for just being there. Without buying anything? How many homeless people are living in this Krispy Kreme? Well, I mean, but like if you're like an Uber Eats driver, like you go in and you get you pick up my my 12 uh iced chocolate sprinkled donuts, then you they'd give you one. Oh, that's a great move on their part. Yeah. Krispy okay. Kreme like is the best. Anyways, just, let's go back. Uh, we what are we Bubbles. talking about? Oh, uh, there's a TV show? We meet a raccoon named Bubbles that Stephen keeps inside. I know we've talked about it a lot. I just, I feel like it, it's not it's not being talked about enough still. It was very glazed over. I feel like if I was dating him, it'd be, and I hate ultimatums, I truly do, but it'd be a me or Bubbles situation. Okay, Mixie, I asked you on the spot. Uh-huh. With no, we didn't talk about this before. I ask you now to give your best it's me or Bubbles speech. <sighs> Steven, you know, it's it's been, I've really enjoyed this journey we've come, we've gone on. Um, we've learned a lot. We've both grown. You've told me everything about the helicopter at least six times. And, you know, I love that. I love when you tell me the same thing over and over again. Um, And I love when we say something to each other in person. And then later when I watch the show, you say something completely different in an interview. Truly, all of this I love. However, there is an issue in our relationship. And I want to bring it to your attention The issue is the rodent that you keep in your bed. (laughs) And I think that we could both agree that it doesn't matter how many times you wash it. It doesn't matter how many times you clip Mm. its nails. It's a fucking outdoor rodent. 
that is known for going through trash. And I think that if you feel as though that is a person that you want to sleep next to at night, I'm sorry, it's not a person. It's a fucking raccoon. If that is the the thing you want to sleep next to at night, you know, I'm starting to feel like I'm a raccoon. So you need to pick between me, the raccoon, and Bubbles, the raccoon. And I will give you five seconds because I swear to God, if it takes you longer than that to make a decision on this, I might need to drive you to the hospital for mental issues. <laughs> and scene. A very strong, per- just very strong. Not bad for no prep. Performance. No, just on the fly, off the top of the dome. Really good job. That thing, there's no way that thing hasn't scratched a human being, like aggressively. I just don't feel like the raccoon, I'm just sticking with raccoon, uh, could ever be domesticated. He had a leash on it. Yeah, I don't think you call Caesar Milan and be like, hey, I know you do dogs, but do you do raccoons? Can you come (laughs) over, dog whisperer, and and raccoon whisperer the shit out of Bubbles? Also, I don't know how I feel about the name Bubbles as a pet for a wild animal. It's giving me Michael Jackson vibes, and I'm not here for that. He he had the monkey as Bubbles. Remember, That's there fair. was monkeys. The, the 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 Bubbles the monkey. Michael Jackson. That is actually a very fair point. I did not make that connection. Is the ranch? Did they refer to the ranch as the compound because oh, it's called Wonderland? Man. What is? You're, what have we uncovered? You're making connections that I really don't think Steve with the V wants you to make. He started with Bubbles. I mean, that's what was presented. That was presented. I mean, he lives on a fucking compound. You could have named it anything else. I mean, whoever ends up with Steven, I, the, the first question I will be asking her is, <laughs> did, did you kick Bubbles out and how long did it take you to accidentally leave the door open? Good God. Here's the thing about this date that I enjoyed was this felt, and it's hard because this one was during the middle of the day and the other one was mm-hmm. at night and inside yeah. and they didn't have the mm-hmm. compound to work with. So- with all those things being said, this just seemed like a more fun atmosphere for all the ladies and the people to be at. Mm-hmm. Um, it was so chill. It was relaxed. It's like what you do on a weekend anyway. You just want to go chill and hang out and yeah. grill some stuff and do that. Yeah. I, I do. You know, they the, All the girls seemed like they had a really good time. I know at one point Calla said that she was super comfortable. Again, I just think she's playing a genius game. Mm-hmm. Um. I want I want to ask you a legitimate question. Are you going to ask me? Do I think Cal ends up with Steven after all this? <laughs> no. That would be no. I'm going to be. I'm going to keep it. I'm going to keep it even wider. Okay. Le- honestly, do you okay. think any of these girls would move to this farm? Not immediately. I think after they've been dating for a few years. Sure. There's no way Whitney would live on that farm. There's no way in hell, there's no way Calla would live on that farm. No. They're making it seem like Amber would be open to it, and yeah. I think she would be. I think so, too. I don't know about Annie, obviously. I don't know if... I mean, Annie had to pop, like, 12 pills to uh, even go a, there. I keep forgetting that. Yeah, like, that's like a real thing that you can't, like, work around, uh-huh. right? Like, that's uh-huh. a real issue where you're like... Yep. Hey. Oh, see, I did it. I said, hey. <laughs> um, wow. I'm just going to stop there. The joke's not going to get better. Hey. <laughs>
You're just like, hey. Hey. Just like. And then hey I'm guys. just like, tree. Hey. And then she's just like, grass. And I'm like, nine and nine cents. Store NyQuil for you. I just, I. I mean, and I know Steven says that, like, he has other places that he lives at. Like, he, he would be open to living other places as well. I just don't believe that. I don't. I don't want to generalize, but my time living in the South, like, family and the family business and family operations are very much ingrained in how, in how you grew up. Uh-huh. You don't leave those. And I think it would be very hard at this point for him to reap the rewards yep. of the ranch and then at one point just turn it over to his brother and be like deuces i'm out uh, yeah i i agree with you i don't I think, think he wants to be an entrepreneur where he can go around and have people like run the businesses but still at this his point, home base would still be the compound still be the farm and mm-hmm. the compound i agree I, I i guess if you fall in love with somebody and stuff like that you'd be open to moving where they live i think for the most part but that's not happening for a couple of years in. This is yeah. not like, and given the set of circumstances that we've talked about the past couple of weeks on the show, these are why these relationships on these shows don't usually work is because of the distance mm-hmm. and all these type of things. And that's mm-hmm. why, again, we feel Brie got the wrong end of the stick. I think she was the only one who would be like, I'm all in. Yep. Yeah. This whole allergy thing is giving me a fucking chance. I feel like I might be back in. It is. I, I feel th- like I might be back in at this point. I, I do think that, that the allergies Ooh. are Team Steven with a pH. Let's go. Let's go. Jar full of allergy medicines in my bathroom right now. Let's go. So you're saying there's a chance. I, I agree with you. I just, there's no, I, the, I just don't see any of these girls moving to the country and it is funny like I could see Carolyn if Carolyn was into Steven I could see her figuring out a way to do it and I could also see Amanda figuring out a way to do it but those are the two girls that are not interested in him at all yeah that's that's a really good point and I can't believe I'm about to defend V here but it just this is this is the bigger problem than if he has money Mm -hmm. in his hometown the issue is the money Outside the hometown, it's that you live in that hometown. Mm -hmm. And so no matter where he is, it's going to be an issue. Yes, you can say you can live anywhere. But again, what have we been saying the last couple weeks? Action. (laughs) Action. Action. Show me that you bought a place in New York or Uh in Boston or somewhere else. And you're planning on living there for a couple months and not just have it as a vacation destination. Mm -hmm. Because... In a relationship, I don't want to be moving back and forth. Like, I got to have, like, a place where, like, I get to know what's going on in my community and shit like that. Maybe I get a local newspaper subscription. I don't know. I would be floored if we find out after this finale that whoever he's with is is with him in Gallatin, Missouri. There's just no way. There's no way. No. And, again, when did she said they, they filmed this? Like, October or yeah, something like Halloween that? Yeah, time. Mm-hmm. So you figure a couple weeks of filming, this was done. Yeah, this was done probably, relatively soon. This is a pretty short turnaround, all things considered. It really is. It really is because it started premiering like what the second week of January, something like that. Yeah, super quick turnaround. Good uh-huh. for them. Yeah, I am impressed. Maybe that's Fox. why we saw like people in the bushes and shit and, yep. and like cricket <laughs> shit. You know. By the way, that's why we love it. Did you did you did you recognize our good friend the crickets that came back for uh, Kurt's Kurt's family? Oh yes, oh yes. You know, 
doesn't matter how how many hours away you drive, they followed that sprinter. <laughs> they were like, ah, sad card. Need that sad card. <laughs> I need it. I need it big. There's a Spielberg flick coming up, <laughs> and it's in a swamp. <laughs> it's it, it's in a swamp. My clients need to be there. We have to get this deal done. <laughs> Give them their hours. I still want to know what was on this fucking cell phone. I do too. I really. I don't think we'll get a, we'll, we'll get an answer anytime soon. If and when we do speak with Kurt, it is on my long list of questions for him, including what conditioner do you use? That's a good question. <laughs> um, the girls leave the compound. Bubble stays, unfortunately, but the girls leave. Um, and. Steven talks to his parents, and again, round two of, Jesus, how did you feel about this girl? Oh, she was so sweet. What about this girl? Oh, I really liked her. Oh, what about this girl? She was really cool and just really good to talk to. And Steven's like, come on, guys. Well, I, I like like every now and then they're like, you know what? She seemed a little closed off, but when she was around you, she lit up. And it's like, motherfucker, tell me something. Just pick one for me. Yeah. I mean, they did, and you. I know you don't want to hear it, but Annie's mom, or Annie's mom, Stephen's mom. Sorry, shout out, Mama Jill. Stephen's mom was all over. I think she wants Annie bad. I mean, we all do, but that's not the point. <laughs> okay. I also think Stephen Senior really liked Annie as well. Their conversation, like by the water, seemed to go really well. I mean, I, Annie could talk to anyone, and it would be completely fine and dandy. <laughs> I, I, you know what? Again, this whole thing of the the allergies is really like. It's, it's, it's I'm a big, glad big you're deal. you're continuing to hang on to that one little bit of hope that you have now. Oh God! Why would you say that? Listen, I'm a realist, Stephen. I want this just as bad as you do. Gonna get crushed, aren't I? <laughs> we'll find out. We'll find out. God, two episodes to go. Just put me out of my misery, please. <laughs> if this goes sideways, just just come and just. Put a pillow over my face and just... No, I shouldn't say that. No, okay. no, no, no. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. I not cut a little yet. hole in the pillow. It's The hole's still working right now. <laughs> a little straw and just put it through the pillow. <laughs> Steven leaves the house. Kurt leaves his family. They go back. The girls go back. And... Oh, I know where this is going. Once again, Martin just... He he was on the screen for a total of what five minutes this entire episode, if and I that. and I will mention every single minute of those five. <laughs> electrifying television when Martin is on. You thought The Rock was like the most electrifying person on television back in the day, WWE. No, it's Martin the fucking Butler, dude. Martin the Butler announcing WWE though. Huh? <laughs> WrestleMania is coming up. Maybe he can do a special guest appearance at WrestleMania. Fox get oh, Fox is connected to WWE. Oh my, oh my god. god! Oh my god! Put him on SmackDown, Fox. Put him on SmackDown. He comes out into the the box and rings the bell. Oh my god! <laughs> Summons them in with the white gloves because it's obviously an elimination. <laughs> Anyways, the girls get back. They get put back in their sprinter van. I'm sure they were thrilled about it. Carolyn, once again, in charge of opening this, like, 35-pound door. (laughs) Poor girl. She gets it open, and they all just run to Martin. It was so... I mean, I was... My face hurt after it. I was smiling so big. Martin was so excited to see them. They were so excited to see Martin. 
Honestly, Steven, you should just play the clip. Even okay, though people let's... can't hear it or can't see it, the, it sounds so good. So we'll, we'll try to we'll set the table of what you're about to hear. So <laughs> Carolyn gets out, she runs, and they all run to give Martin a hug. It's heartwarming. And then they like all like they just won a championship in some sort of sport. Yeah. They're all huddled around Martin, just like, oh my God, Martin. Uh-huh. And then one of them starts, and I don't know who it was. One of them started going, Martin, Martin. <laughs> and then you'll 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 hear. Just I mean, Incredible. we should play this 75,000 times. Here it goes. I'm so excited to see Martin. Woo. Martin! Martin! Hello! Oh, How are you? Yeah. Lovely to see you. Oh, oh my goodness. So oh, oh, attention. Look at you all. Oh, I miss you so much. Martin, I really Martin, have. Martin, 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 Martin. Just the best. Just the best. He was so, like, the smile on his face. Like, it just, uh, it was so incredible. Honestly, like, he looked happier than some of the parents did last week when their when their daughters were coming down the stairs. Yeah. And, like, from Martin's perspective, he was like, yeah, I was here for a couple days. I got some rest. That's nice. But I imagine he's probably like, I don't know what these girls think of me. I'm ringing uh-huh. bells in their faces. But then they get off the the bus and they just yeah. they go to hug him like to him doing this he's just got to be like oh oh man mm-hmm. that's just uh, just uh, and, and they were probably consoling him because they know his best friend Bree had gone home the week before yeah so they yeah. were just trying to pu- push his spirits back up and I think they succeeded I agree and like his he is a father in uh, outside of his budding career he yes. is unfortunately married um. <laughs> You know, we'll, we'll see if that sticks, if and when I get to talk to him. Crushing the dreams of ladies all across the country, all across the world, actually. But you could tell his fatherly instincts with these girls is, it's just, it's so pure. And again, I know we keep talking about how, how incredible this show is compared to the other reality dating shows. But like, again, it's just so positive. These people are just so down to earth and genuine and genuinely happy to be around each other and see each other and it's just not something that we see typically in reality tv and i just i love it so damn much it's really great i i can't say anything more about it it's just so good knowing that there's this option of this show now and again i'm really 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 hoping um that they don't go absolutely rogue and try to drum it up. I know some uh-huh. people were talking this week on Twitter as well about expanding it to two hours. You shut your mouth. As soon as this goes yeah. two hours, we're going to get filler. We're going to mm-hmm. get... This is, again, I think this is the reason The Bachelor is what The Bachelor is. They know yep. they have to fill two hours each week. And mm-hmm. if you have drama, you don't have to worry about what else you have in terms of yep. like people actually talking and being entertaining. So if it goes Absolutely. two hours, we're going to get some more manipulation. I don't want that. An hour is perfect. Also, Fox only has two hours of primetime television a night, guys. They're not doing a two-hour show uh-huh. once a week. Not yeah. happening. Especially, you know, I don't want to be that guy, but like, it's not gangbusters ratings, so they're not going to give two hours of their primetime over. But that's not the point! I mean, that's just facts. That's just a logical way of looking at it. But We just yeah. like to be logical here sometimes. It's so logical. Everything yeah. we say is 100% factual, and there's facts. absolutely no need for you to, to look deeper into it. Speaking of, do you find the location of the mural yet? No, 
I have not. I'm gonna leave it. I'm gonna leave it to the hotties. I have a feeling the hotties this week have done a very good job. They're on it. We'll talk about our milestone hottie coming up in just a few moments. Yes. Along with another mark that we hit this week in uh-huh. terms of something else. So stick tuned. Stay t- stick tuned. Jesus Christ. Stick tuned to your ear pods podcast. <laughs> Martin goes from happy as can be to. Telling the girls it's elimination night as soon as they get back from traveling. And they have to go upstairs and they get all dolled up and they come back downstairs. They come outside. I don't know if you saw it, but Carolyn had a straw in her wine glass. A classic lady move. A classic lady move. I don't know if you know this. Why would this be a classic lady move? Can you can you explain this to me? I would gladly explain. Ladies that wear things on their lips... When they sip drinks out of glasses, it comes off onto the glass. Okay. So in order to preserve her precious pout, I'm assuming that's why she did the straw situation. That's why most girls do the straw situation with wine okay. glasses. So if you have a lady in your life that mm-hmm. likes to wear lip lippies, I, okay. you know, it it would it would be such a romantic gesture if you just threw a little straw in that wine glass. Because otherwise we're applying like every after every three or four sips. And then at that point, the glass looks like a bright red rim around. Mm. (laughs) You know, nobody wants that. Okay. Okay. I got you. This makes this makes a lot of sense now. Mm -hmm. I'm very glad that you um, that you uh, let me know about that, because these are the things I'm not aware of. Like I I need I need to be informed about these things. I'm a great wing woman. Everybody, you hit me up. I'll help you slide into anybody's DMs. (laughs) I got you. We see the guys whispering. Long story short, they pull Martin aside. They tell Martin they don't want to do an elimination. Martin comes out and, as he always does, speaks for them at the elimination and says that there's not going to be an elimination. Mm. Planned or not planned, Stephen, go. I actually wanted to ask you this question. Too late. I did it first. (laughs) Part of me really feels that... This was something they wanted to do, mm-hmm. but also something the producers wanted to do. And it just lined up perfectly. Because here's what I will say. If producers say you're having an elimination tonight, mm-hmm. they're having an elimination that night. Yeah. I think it would be hard given what the last two weeks of the shows they have planned in terms mm-hmm. of what we saw in the previews, like the girls are going to start doing the dates yeah, because they can't trust the guys to do it correctly anymore, I guess. Um, they can't. They need to have even numbers and they don't want to have like, I, I don't know. I feel like there's going to be th- three guys, three girls for Whitney. Or, Jesus Christ. Should we try that again? Yeah, three no. guys winston martin <laughs> and that one guy we saw in the bush that one time <laughs> and bubbles and bubbles three of the ladies are gonna pick kurt and three of the ladies are gonna pick steven okay so okay so basically you're saying you think it was planned i think it was planned yes okay i agree with you I agree with you. No, I agree with you. No, however. I agree with you. But I do want to get to this, like, second twist because I'm not going to lie to you. It gave me flashbacks to the challenge announcement that happened a few weeks ago. Mm. I was so lost 
by Martin's explanation of what was happening. So, yeah. okay. The elimination is canceled. Martin says that he has cocktails and snacks downstairs. They go downstairs. Fucking hilarious spread. There's like caviar and smoked salmon. And then there's like dino nuggets and pizza rolls. <laughs> I love when they do this. We're doing the same thing we've done before with the whole, you know, high end, low end stuff. Uh huh. But I the problem is, like, we haven't continued that mm-hmm. everywhere. Nope. But that's why it's great. It's it like does. they it pull it out so when randomly. they want to pull it out. Yeah. They're like, oh, oh, that's right. We're doing the whole rich, poor thing. Okay. That's um, still a thing that, that is happening. Shit, we haven't done this since the second week of the show. What do we do? <laughs> um, what's low-class food? Um, dino nuggies and pizza rolls. Great. <laughs> what's high-end? Um Finger sandwiches and um, caviar. You know, caviar and the little puff pastry guys. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, make those real quick for me. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Uh, just a gem. Again, I love these little bits that they add in. It's just hilarious. And again, like the fact that they think that these girls don't know that it's Steven at this point is just comical. Pretty laughable. Yeah. So the girls are all sitting there. They're having their dino nuggets and their caviar. And. Martin comes back with the bell in hand. Again, they're all gathered. No need for that, but okay. Um, He's so into his bell this episode. I like it a lot. Um, He comes and he says that now it's time for the tables to turn and the ball is in the girls' court. I just... Okay, so he said that they can or cannot choose which guy or guys they want to go on a date with i hate this pick one exactly them to pick one at this exactly now is the time that we're picking one because i swear to god i'm and again cal is very smart cal is gonna go on both dates oh of course she is if she actually has the opportunity to do both she's going on both it's a great it's a great move not only for that but it's a great move to guarantee some screen time. Exactly. Exactly. I, 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 they sh- it should have been, you know, it's the final 6. You need to pick. We have 2 yeah. weeks left. Make a decision. Because the guys also need to know on the mm-hmm. ones that are, who are undecided, where are you leaning? You know, yeah. to use a great line, shit or get off the pot. <laughs> Exactly. Shit or get off the pot. I fully agree. I'm really glad that these girls are finally getting their one-on-one dates that they deserve. Like, I'm very happy that that's happening. But it needs to be a, it's Steven or it's Kurt. Or in Kala's case, it's the door because you actually don't like either one of them. I don't think she does. And and maybe she did. I don't either. No, No hate to her. I Like, you know, I just don't think either one of them is actually what she's interested in. And maybe she did at one point, but she just now is like, you know, I feel like I do like Kurt, but I think there's two women in front of me in terms Mm -hmm. of the pecking order. And for Steven, maybe there's two girls in front of me. I don't know. Like, yeah. And so, you know, it's a good move to do to kind of protect yourself and your feelings and your heart a bit to be like, I'll just continue to see what happens here because you never know what can happen. But. I'm gonna be very careful. Yeah, I, I think you know, I, it, it just it just it didn't make any sense to me. And he also said you can make the decision tonight, or you don't have to make the decision tonight. Yeah. I'm like, what is this whole thing? 
You like you're telling them they need to do things, but they don't have to. They have to mm-hmm. do, but they don't. They don't actually need to. They could do it today. They could do it tomorrow. They could do it the yeah. next day. They could do it right this second. Like what? You could do it up until the point where we reveal who the millionaire is. You know, just yeah, take your time. Listen, we're here to be, you know, we're not we're not, not going to force you to do anything you don't want to, ladies. We don't want to make you feel uncomfortable in any way. We want to make sure you don't go to the Hollywood Reporter about us. So, you know, just take your time. Exactly. You know, it could be a couple months after filming. If in, you know, February or March next year, you're like, you know what? I'm into Steven. You just let us know. <laughs> and then just we'll let set us up know. the 101 date. Yeah, but for the one-on-ones, take your time. But that was the end of the episode. We ended with Martin giving them his decision, but also telling them they could do whatever they want, basically. Yeah. So, you know, next episode, I do think it's going to be a lot of one-on-one dates. Um, I hope that we still get a lot of Martin in this. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I know that this is a reality show about love and whatever, and this episode, this next episode is probably going to be a lot of, like, actual conversations about things. Yeah. I'm hoping those crickets get their hours in. I'm hoping that we get a, a good cow moo caption to oh, keep it light. To. I'm excited to, to see how they do this because we haven't really gotten like a date heavy episode out of Joe Millionaire. So, and they keep doing things in an innovative and entertaining way. So, I'm really excited to see how they do these one on ones. But that's it. That's the episode. First, we'll start with the reviews and we'll finish with the hotties. So, we asked you a few weeks ago to try to get us to 4.5 stars we're at 4.4 ladies and gentlemen 4.5 we are there 4.5 let's go 4.5 look at us look at us incredible who would have thought and we're we we gained about i think five five reviews from last week i only saw one text one come through and it has since disappeared even though it's still on there so we're having itunes is known to do this from time to time Mm -hmm. where things just go missing i believe i screenshotted it once i might have done it at the office so i don't have it with me hopefully maybe some of the other ones will come through next week so we'll catch you up on those but we're at 270 total reviews getting us to 4.5 Look at us. Amazing. Look at us. Next. We really appreciate it, guys. We really do. And, you know, when I started this with Steven, I got bombarded with one stars and I really tanked the ratings. So I'm really happy that <laughs> we were able to pull it back up. The nice thing about Joe Millionaire is you can't have five to seven seasons, Mixie. That is true. That is true. They can't hate me for that. But look at where we are now. This is why some of you were out on her from the get go. <laughs> I needed I needed a little time. I'm good. This now. is why this was such a great choice. You're seeing it now. I yeah. saw it. I saw it. I knew. You knew. We knew. And now you're seeing it. You're seeing 4.5 star. Right right near earballs. We hit another milestone. Oh. We have 200 hotties. Yes! And I feel like we just recently hit like a hundred or a hundred and fifty, like a couple, like, like towards the end of the challenge time. It's bit yes. It was a very like a few weeks ago we were at one ninety two, like it, maybe even last week or the week before mm-hmm. we're at one ninety two, and talk about a come up. 
Yeah. I mean, again, we really do appreciate you guys uh, joining the hotties. It's not even just like the number is great for us to, you know, help us with other things, to yeah. do other things. Um, you know, it's just like an awesome community that we've built on this Facebook mm-hmm. page and just the conversations we have, the jokes we crack. It's just a great fucking time. So I know I say it every time, but join the hotties. Link in the description. It's an absolute blast. Reactivate your Facebook. No. You know? I, I know the this. Zuck is the Zuck sucks, but you know we have a good time in the hotties, and it's a great forum for us to kind of chat about the episodes and whatnot. So join the hotties; it's a good. Time. And again, we don't bombard you. It's not like you're going to get notifications every five seconds. Mm-hmm. You know, we 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 try to like just ease into things. Yeah, not, it's not like constant everything. And again, we have to prove everything. So it's it's as of now spoiler free. Exactly. And, um, yeah, so without further ado, it is time for my disclaimer. I apologize ahead of time for how badly I am going to slice up your names when I say them with my mouth hole. There are some absolute landmines this week. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) You know, I I was really excited that we hit 200, and then I started looking at the names, and I was like... Fuck. So, and in fact, one person, the first person I'm going to go for, they put a V in for the host. And then when I accepted them, she immediately posted and said, I'm so sorry. I messed up. I I meant to put a PH. Like, as soon as I did it, I realized it, but I couldn't fix it until you accepted me, blah, blah, blah. And I said to her that she probably shouldn't apologize until I say her name on the podcast because... Guys, it's a threefer, and talk about throwing Scrabble letters at a wall. <laughs> I think I know which one this is. From New Zealand. Yes. We have Alia de Jalta Cerisa. <laughs> All right, I'm going to spell this for everybody while Mixie composes herself and gets ready for another one. Wait, I, wait, I want to try one more time. Okay. Dude, her sunglasses in her profile picture is so dope. Okay, this girl's fly. I could tell. From New Zealand. Alia de Daltasiras. Where did where did those letters come from? There's an S-Y-R-R-A-S at the end. There's what, a double even, R at the end, guys. Those aren't even it's letters. Fantastic. <laughs> a, it's A-L-I-A space D-E space J-A-L- T A S Y R R A S. Go ahead, Steven. You you're so great at it, you say it. I never said that. Jalta Jalta Sarasas. Jalta Sarasas. Jalta Sarasas. I'm going j- j- no, I'm not I'm done. Yeah, I thank you so much I for joining the hotties and probably mix mix up my name next time. Because I was gonna try to put on like a New Zealand accent. Hey, hey guys. It's uh me. A bunch of rocks uh, from New Zealand, and my name is Alia de Chaltrasa. That's all I got. That's all I got. I'm gonna get out of that accent. That actually that sounded pretty good. I just think about Korg from uh, the Marvel movies. Oh, who's okay. in the um uh what what's the the Thor guy? Next on the list we have Scott Reader. Scott Reader. Scott Reader, welcome. From California. Ooh, California. (laughs) Here we come. 
you guys you guys come here for recaps you get you get musical pieces you get uh breakups you know between me and steven and bubbles you you don't know what you're gonna get but every time it's a treat this is all the content that you expect from what everybody together on the count of three ready one two three the The number one one. (laughs) oh god as we move on from kansas who uh mr jordan wog i'm gonna go with jordan wog Mm. wog i just keep saying it again with different inflections (laughs) w-a-u-g-h wog jordan wog jordan wog wog Jordan, Jordan, welcome to the hotties. Well, Jordan said he loves the podcast. We'll see if that sticks after what I just did to his name. <laughs> Rock Chalk, if that's your team. Ooh, next up, we have Biggs Horda. Biggs Horda. Okay, welcome in, Biggs. Come on in, Biggs. They call, they call me Biggs. <laughs> Moving right along, we have Suzanne Young. Suzanne Young, a very simple name that I will take. Thank you for the simple name. We love the engagement. Welcome to the hotties. Moving right along, we have Ashley Krista Shackleford. Oh. I actually think I nailed that. I definitely know you got the last name right because I worked with somebody with that last name and you got that right. You definitely got that right. I did? Yeah. Yeah. Until she tells me that I didn't. I worked with a guy whose real name was Shaq Shackleford. Incredible. Shaq Shackleford. Amazing. It was, and it, he's just like, yep, that's my real, actual non-TV name. Incredible. <laughs> Incredible. Welcome. Welcome, welcome. We still have more, Steven. Just when you thought we were over, we are not. Moving on to the new hottie, we have Sonia Witherspoon. Sonia. I'm going to go Sonia. Just. Sonia? Yeah, I'm going to go that way. We'll see. We'll see what she says. Yeah. Now, remember, guys, on our welcome post, you have to respond if she got your name right. Like, that's part of the agreement we make here. So just let us know. I have to learn. We keep on going. From Missouri, we have Kim Mans. Hello. Hello, Kim. Welcome to the hotties. Hi, Kim. Welcome. As we keep going from Lexington, Lexington, Kentucky, we have Amelia Meredith, a double, a first name, last name. You're just knocking these out. Just, just like a pro. Well, that one was easy because <laughs> I love a good first name, last name. And we are continuing to truck along. Look at all these hotties. Love it so much. So much engagement. Leah Conway. Leah, Leah Conway. from Canada. Yeah, awesome. Got gotta love that maple syrup. I love the real maple syrup. Oh yeah, from the tap of the tree. When you have like real, real maple syrup, and then you have you know mm-hmm. maple syrup from the store. Yeah, it's it's. So I was different. about to say Aunt Jemima, but I don't think that that's a thing anymore, right? Not what it's called anymore. Not what it's called. So don't know what the new name is, but don't cancel me, guys. I apologize. Um, <laughs> lastly. Oh. Um, we have Carissa Vore. Um, Carissa Vore. 
And Chris Avor, when asked who the hosts were, she said Steven, spelled it correctly. And then she said, she said Steven and M. And in parentheses, it says, sorry, I can't figure out how to spell it with a crying laughing emoji. <laughs> so just a little, just a little insight on my name, because yep. I don't think we've talked about it. Mixie is actually a matching game for children. It's a really old school um, card game that was at my parents' house. I believe that my dad got from his parents. Um, it's basically like three. It's it's a bunch of different vehicles, and you t- it takes three cards to build the vehicle. So it's the back of the vehicle, the middle of the vehicle, and the front of the vehicle. And you kind of play like Go Fish to collect as many trucks as you can by the end of the game. Okay. I played it with my father um, religiously every day. It's pretty much a core memory of mine. And um, when we went to play basketball, he was my coach in the very first basketball team I was on. My name is Elizabeth, and there were three other Elizabeths on the team. Three? You and two others, or four total? Four total Elizabeths. Whoa, what was going on in this town? Well, it's it's Ohio. I mean, there was only like Elizabeth and Sarah. Those were pretty much in Grace, <laughs> maybe. Elizabeth, Sarah, and Lindsay. <laughs> yeah. Three names in Ohio. That's it. So, obviously, that, that becomes an issue um, because, yeah. you know, if you're playing basketball and you are like, Elizabeth's open, which one? Elizabeth's open, and you throw it to the wrong Elizabeth. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. So, one girl went by Libby, so we started calling her Libby. Okay. Another girl went by Liz, so she took Liz, and then it was me and the other girl. And the other girl was like, Elizabeth is like the only thing I go by. We both hated Beth. We were like seven or eight at this point, too. We both didn't want to do Beth. Okay. My dad was the coach, and he goes, why don't I call you Mixie? I call you Mixie at home as a joke, because that's the name of the card game. And ever since then, I have gone by Mixie for the remainder of my life. So, what a great story! Isn't it? It's a heartwarming story. It's a great one. You should get Mixie for your little kids. It's a great card game. Learned a lot. Now I'm super smart and I recap reality TV shows. Um, So, clearly, those two things correlate. But yeah, my real name is not Mixie. Uh, I guess at this point it is. I am considering changing it, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. I love. I like it. It's very unique. It's like when you when you say the name, you know who you're talking about. Uh-huh. How do you feel about the other versions of Elizabeth, like being as a name? Like you said, like Liz, Libby. How do you mm-hmm. feel about those other things? And also, I feel like this is why you were born to talk about reality television, is because you you played basketball with four Elizabeth. It's much like The Bachelor, where there's Elizabeth <laughs> C, Elizabeth A, Elizabeth V, uh-huh. like. Like little did we early. know at the time. <laughs> exactly. You were training on just remembering different names for all these people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I always liked the name Libby, but this girl that did go by Libby was like she always went by Libby. In fact, mm. I never even knew her name was Elizabeth. So, mm. you know, once you know someone that goes by that, you kind of feel like that's theirs. Yeah. I really liked it. Um, I wasn't opposed to Liz or Lizzie. Um, however, I had a traumatic experience with a Liz Lizzie in college. Mm, She is now a mortal enemy of mine. Sworn. Oh, yeah. Don't cross me. Um, (laughs) So Liz Lizzie is off the table for me, and Beth just sounds like... It's off the table for me now. (laughs) And Beth just sounds like 
Uh, no hate, but Beth just sounds like an 80-year-old woman. Maybe when I get older, I'll go by Beth. Um, Mixie just fits me. I am Mixie. Mixie is me. It's unique. You're unique. It makes oh, sense. Oh, don't use unique. <laughs> unique, un- unique New York. Unique <laughs> New York. But yeah, that's that's where unique my name came from. New York. Um, my parents are insane, but not about that. And I will also state that my mother was livid at my high school graduation. They were supposed to say Elizabeth, and I made them change it to Mixie, and she was fuming. Oh, no. But yeah, Mixie's oh, no. my name. I go by Mixie. I That's just who I am. Now, because we're talking about this, just as we finish up this week's episode here, mm-hmm. we do have an Elizabeth in the hotties. We have one Elizabeth, Elizabeth Ooh. Nelson. Hi, Elizabeth. Hi, Elizabeth. Um, Elizabeth, um, please respond this week in the hotties and let us know what yeah. your version is. Do you go by something else? Uh-huh. Are you a Liz Lizzie? Like, yeah. I mean, I mean, who knows? Maybe you could you could save the name for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just let just let us know. Special shout out. See, this is why you want to be a hottie. Yeah, this is exactly why you want to be a hottie. Join the hotties. Follow us on Twitter. Um, you know, if we get a few more followers, I will tweet next episode. If we don't, <laughs> I will not. <laughs> fucking amazing. <laughs> and also follow us on Instagram. Steven made an incredible edit. I know we talked about it a few weeks ago of Bree's Nick Will- Nick Miller moonwalk out. He did yeah. a side-by-side that truly okay. deserves your eyeballs. So follow us on, on Instagram, The Right Reality. Uh, we're we're going to add a lot more fun stuff like that. We're going to keep doing We're doing trying, like yeah. That. And I'm trying to spread the stuff around. So I know some people are like, why don't you post it on the places? It's like, because we're trying to just spread it around and get mm-hmm. some eyeballs in different places. So we're trying. We're just trying new things. We'll see how it goes. Again, no exit interview coming this week since nobody went home. Correct. So next time you'll hear us will be next weekend. Uh-huh. Uh, guys, take care of yourself this week. Uh, subscribe a friend to the podcast, you know, how you do. Just take a phone and subscribe. Uh, We also want to shout out uh, Dorothy Dorothy, who messaged us this week. Bree's mom, who said she loved the podcast, Dorothy Dorothy. And she mentioned she signed it, signed DD slash Dorothy Dorothy. Big (laughs) brain move. Big brain move there. And we appreciate everybody who follows us and listens, including and especially the ladies of Joe Millionaire. We love you, ladies, and Absolutely. we look forward to talking to you next week. All right, everybody, have a good weekend and have a good week. We'll talk to you next week. Okay, bye. Love you. Bye.